eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes, podcast time with Eddie Scazzeri today. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. We will try not to depress all of you today with our uh, podcast, whatever reason. The last couple days, uh, things got deep. They did, a little heavy. A little heavy with the nuclear war, um, the climate change. Mm -hmm. What was the other one? Well, it was uh, more scientific discussion about brains and things. Our brains. What's going to happen to your brain when you're dead? Uh, So instead, let's uh, talk about uh, other items. Uh, here's one for you. Uh, I know you're a, you you take um, I don't know if you take daily medication. Or you, I know you take daily vitamins, this sort of thing. Yeah, about four four or five different meds. Yeah, so I I take my uh, my Nexium in the morning, acid mm-hmm. reflux medicine, and I always forget whether I took it or not, even when the bottle is sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I used to have this thing that I would do is I would if I would take the pill. I would turn the bottle upside down to know I took the pill. Good method. But I've caught myself on days in here when I know I've taken the pill and I've looked down and the bottle is right side up. Mm. And I was like, oh, I I better get... This morning, I don't know if I took it. The bottle was not turned upside down. And I didn't... I was like, what am I supposed to do? From what I understand, it's really hard to overdose on that. So I don't think an extra pill would Oh, on acid reflux medicine? Yeah. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. I was thinking, like, do I need one of those old person things where they where you put your pills in the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, well, Friday categories? I do do that. Yeah. For the pills that I have to, you know, there are some that I have to take at later times. And yeah, I then you'll put, know. But there's so many that I have in the morning that yeah. I have to, because it should try to, like, Literally, I take 15 pills in the morning. Really? Uh, no, 14. And then one I save and I take it during the show. 14 pills in the e- morning? Yeah. How do you... That's uh, like a it's like a breakfast. E- yeah. Well, that's why like on Saturdays, I go through and I put them on. But to, to try to like grab 14 pills, everyone, forget about it. So I do it on Saturday. And how many pills do you swallow at one time? All of them. 14? Yes. You put 14 pills in your mouth? Yes. Yeah. Add water. And just, boom, done. Really? Yeah. I've always been blessed with that. I guess maybe it might be involved with the fact that I can chug beers yeah. fast, maybe. I don't know. Something's going on there. Yes. There's some physiological thing I have, which is good for that. Because they're not all, even if you had 14 tiny pills. Yeah. Which they're probably not all tiny pills. No, some are not. probably capsules. Some are larger. Yeah, some of those, the multi-size, you know, the, yeah. how big those are and yeah. chalky. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And some people can't even take a little one. They have they struggle with yes. the tiniest little pill. Yes. They have like the gag reflex. I do not. And you don't worry about them interacting, taking all 14 at one time, well, how like they're disintegrating in your stomach all certain ways? No, no, because there are some that are vitamins, so I don't worry about that. And then there is one, my um, Synthroid 
my for my thyroid uh, failure. Uh huh. So I take a synthetic the synthroid is what it's the trade name is synthetic thyroid correct synthroid wow correct. that's how they got that name mm-hmm. boom <laughs> wow yes. nailed it <laughs> you did but i know that inter that um if you take calcium that can knock that down or the efficacy of it so i wait several hours before then i'll take that. that's a good idea um but all I, the others are all good to go yeah I mean, not the, you know, I haven't had any ill effects and like the ones that, you know, are prescribed, which there's a, I think three or four of those, they're all, you know, all my levels are fine. So Yeah, because you, they have like, you could go online to like uh, drug interaction websites mm-hmm. and punch in the medications you yes. take and see if there's a problem. It's right. pretty good. But yeah, it is. But uh, and then a lot of those times, but with those, the warnings on medications, it's, it's, it's too much. Because it's like if one person in a study of 1,000 people, you know, had a some sort of a problem, they have to report it. That's why all those, like every med you see on television may cause suicide. Suicidal oh, okay. thoughts, diarrhea. Or right, cancer. You know, like, oh, all right. It always has to do with your bowels, too. It's like it will either cause you to be constipated right. or give you diarrhea. Or make you have thoughts of suicide. Right. Or cancer. Or cancer, right. Yeah. Every med you see has some extremely dire warnings that yes. they they show while people are frolicking around happy <laughs> yeah you may die right because they've taken this new med yes all right so that's your uh, method i, I got to find a better method for myself i've got to just remember to flip that pill bottle over yeah so that i know yeah i have all my pills in the box in the morning i have a box i have a box i take i put the synthroid in the tip of my Lancet device in my glucometer, so I know I'm going to test my sugar. So I know I'm going to see. You'll it. remember, and I actually have it written down to take it. Nice, just, you know, whatever, anything you, you do. I'd like to see you swallow 14 pills for digital. Oh. <laughs> and then in the uh, in the afternoon, I take uh, three more pills. But in the morning, as I'm having the coffee, I put those in this little little ceramic little bowl that's right on the table so you remember i see it when i come home nice yeah you know whatever whatever gets you through the night man where do you keep all these bottles yeah yeah that's a whole section of a cabinet yeah eddie's medicine cabinet Mm -hmm. yeah and vitamins Mm -hmm. Uh, all right Hmm. you've these are all these vitamins were told like you need to take the vitamins as well well, i take a multivitamin all right now nobody ever specifically said that but i've heard throughout the years why not uh, I take uh, so I take one of those. I take a glucosamine chondroitin, two of those for the joints. Yeah, uh, you know, with my uh, arthritis situation, uh, I take two vitamin E's. No one ever told me to do that. I just heard somewhere. But in the, isn't the vitamin E in the multivitamin? Yeah, but this is like extra, extra it's vitamin to be E good for your brain or something. Oh, is that right? I take a vitamin C because I've always taken vitamin C because I do believe that has. Uh, that helps you um, with your immune resistance. Wards things. off evil spirits. Uh, I take a D3 under doctor's orders. Oh, yeah. I take a B vitamins under doctor's orders. I take a statin. I take my Synthroid. I take a Alfusosin or whatever, however you say it. You know, it's, it's a For lot. your prostate? Yes, correct. Uh, and, yeah, that's uh, All right. how many that's a lot that of medicine. That's a lot of stuff. I would like on. to see you swallow 14 pills, I'll be honest. If that was a video on uh, on WFAN's digital, I would click on that. All right. Well, uh, I could I could maybe just bring the pills in. Yeah. Um, and then just take them here. It's only yeah. a couple hours difference. And okay. And on the weekends, I take them later anyway. So, yeah. Perfect. We'll, Let's do, do it. That. I'll film it. Okay, cool. Because we can't count on the digital folks. Mm-hmm. They don't. And it's not they a lot of water, too, just a tiny bit. Yeah, that's very impressive. Thank you. Very impressive. Uh, today, St. Patrick's Day. Are you a fan of the drink black and tan? Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge beer drinker. Yeah, more wine. I have had a black and tan. Uh, it's like okay, but nothing that really stands out for me. If I don't have uh, my Miller Light on a Friday night, and if and I go to a bar, mm-hmm. I will get a. I will order a black and tan. It's almost like tastes like a flat beer to me. Like I love flat soda. Mm-hmm. Like if a Coca Cola was put in the fridge with no cap on it, mm-hmm. and it gets flat, it's sort of like that. You get it's the Guinness, and then uh, some bars do it with Yingling. Some do it with other. I don't think Yingling is the first choice because 
they'll always go, ooh, I only have a yingling. Is that okay? So I don't know what the 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 first one, what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen them do it? They they pour one of the drinks. I don't even know which one goes in first. Maybe the beer goes in first and then the Guinness. But the second one that goes in, they pour on a spoon first, and then it, like, flows in. So I don't and know what that does. does it stay separated? Somewhat. Somewhat. The hmm. pictures I was looking at online before, online, I was just looking online. They're very separated. But in the, when I get them in a the bar, they're they're not that. Like, the top is definitely darker than the bottom, but it's not like a huge separation. And that would be separation. the Guinness, I would guess, yes? The Guinness is the darker, yes, and then, the like, the yingling or whatever. Uh, so I would think, like, the the, the Guinness would want to sink because right. in my head I think it's denser. Correct. Heavier. But it's but, not. Mm. But a straight up Guinness by itself is a tough. Oh no, yeah. The only time I too can thick drink for me. Guinness, I guess I've had a black and tan, but uh in the uh the car bombs, which I don't think is a politically correct thing to right. say. Um, but whatever. Uh I think you could say car bombs, you can't say Irish car bombs. Right. Especially then it's on St. Patrick's. Yes. Um so it's it's Guinness, it's Bailey's and Jameson, I think, or something. I forget. They, and then you drop the thing in, and away you go. And just uh, and slam for it. for whatever reason, that tastes like a yoo to me. Really? Yeah. So Guinness is in that as well? Yeah. A Guinness, a regular? Yeah, it's like a half a pint of Guinness, and then the shot of, I, I think, Jameson? I'm not 100% sure. I'm Probably. Sure people are going crazy now if they're listening to this, you idiot. But you're saying they mix two beers and then drop? No, it's like it's, it's the Guinness, it's a whiskey, and then the Bailey's Irish cream, and then you drop... Drop it in, and you got to drink it quick, or else the Bailey's the the whiskey will curdle the Bailey's. So oh, that's better, all in one shot. I I think. Okay. Yeah, or maybe I, I'm not really sure exactly. But I know there's three elements, and you have to drink it fast because otherwise the Bailey's will get curdled. I see. Yeah, you don't want that curdled drink. Oh, no, then it's gross. Have you? Oh, I was listening to. Um, What's the uh, the the Indian guru I like? S- sad. Sadha. Sad. No, hold on. It's it looks like sad. Right. So it's sad guru. Okay. Sad guru. He was talking when he was on Joe Rogan. He they were talking about mystical places in the mm-hmm. world. They were talking about in the world. Right. But he said one of the most sacred mystical type places is in the United States, and it's Devil's Tower. Mm-hmm. In Wyoming, mm-hmm. which is the thing they used for uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. That's where the UFO landed in yes. Close Encounters of the Third Right, and that's the thing that Richard Dreyfus was sculpting, and he didn't know why he's going crazy. Oh, yeah, it. with his mashed potatoes well, and, and, and ev- then everything he was bringing in, all like earth into his living yeah. room. Yeah. He went nuts. Now, the explanation that I got from the the guru was that it's a place where... And Native Americans would go and leave their wisdom in the area, like mm-hmm. just magically leave their wisdom. And then other people would go there. And if you were of the type that could take in this type of wisdom from just being around it, you could suck it all in. Hmm. Now, did they climb to the top or did he not? No, I think just being, just being in the area of it, that it's so... Um, uh, like spiritual and sacred ground. And have you? Did he talk about and or and or have you heard about things called ley lines? No. Those those supposedly there's these ley lines which are you know mystical, psychic, other scientific type things of of energy and I'm not exactly sure what they are because yeah, I, I don't where are they by all over. And there, but there's certain places where the ley lines like intersect, and that's supposed to be like a mystical or powerful place, like Sedona. Right. Yeah, I remember being in Sedona. One of the places they said you have to go is Bell Rock, is supposedly one of these mm-hmm. places. So I did go there. Me and Gina went there. I felt nothing. Of course, she felt. She said she felt something. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so there was all people, you know, roaming around trying to get. The mystical energy there, right? Like just Bell like Rock. she felt like she was going to win the lottery last week. Um, yes, yeah. She gets these feelings; they don't always come true, but uh, she, 
They, yeah, she got that. Or never come true. Never come true, yep. But one of these days, hey, her intuition's going to be, she's going right. to nail it. Just by, you know, just the odds. Yeah. Just percentages at some point. Yeah, I would like to go to, myst- like, I like the idea of going to mystical Yeah, I love places that. Like I, that. I, you know, I hope in some part of me hopes that that, you know, there's some truth behind it. Yes. I don't necessarily believe it, but. Like, I would like to get to the pyramids at some point. The now, Egyptian pyramids. Because, like, wow, that, like, this was built 5,000 years ago. Oh, yeah. my God. It's so cool. How did they do it? All yeah, that and the stuff. fact that it's still standing. Uh-huh. I want to go to the, the, it's the Egyptian pyramids that also have the Sphinx there, right? Yes, it's that's a that separate same... like structure, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in that area. Yeah, I but believe. I mean, ultimately, even though all those things will, you know, go away and, and give it enough time, they'll get worn down. Yeah, I didn't like that they they still let people like walk around on them. Yeah, that feels like you're speeding up the process of it disappearing. Probably, yeah. And but I don't they... want that to happen. I need to no. see the pyramids. And like uh, they, you know, after humanity's gone, if there's some calamity or plague or war or whatever, like one of the last things that might be visible would be things like that, or like uh, Mount Rushmore because it's granite. You know, it'll get smoothed down, but there'll be like something visible even in ten thousand years. Yeah, like Rush, uh, Mount Rushmore doesn't seem to. No, but interesting. Like, not now to us because it's sort of modern. And it's just like presidents. You know, we learned about. Is it a great sort of sculpting feat, and is it cool? Yeah. If I was driving by that area of the country, would I go out of my way three hours to go see it? Yeah, probably I would. But you wouldn't do a scheduled trip out there just to see it? No, it would be part of a longer trek, and that would be one of the stops. Um, But if, you know, whatever, 15,000 years from now, somebody discovered it and looked at it it would be like wow what the heck how did they do that yes it would just be like us with the pyramids absolutely even though it's like you know we're thinking like hey who cares eh. right yeah like it's the president five thousand years ago the egyptians were like oh god another freaking pyramid you know 18 guys that i knew died on the last pyramid construction damn right you know and we're still doing these pyramids mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely like to uh, check out a pair. So that thing's called the Devil's Tower, but it has multiple other names. When I He was not referring to it as the Devil's Tower. Mm-hmm. But when I went looking, that's what it is. And then you know, on the Wikipedia page, it said the other name that he was probably using the Native American. Right, and then Indian it's the name. Close Encounters thing. And then it was the Close Encounters thing, yes. I have also here, Eddie, the 10 most popular dog breeds in America. Now, I for the last many years i don't yes. know how many it has been and this is according to the american kennel american club. kennel club yeah uh it has been the labrador retriever still is number one still number one still is your number one dog german shepherd's got to be in the top five uh is number know? four is german shepherd and golden retriever uh number three so you already you got golden you got lab retriever one golden retriever three German Shepherd four. Okay, what's um, number two? Oh boy, uh, I see a lot of these now. Uh, uh, is it is it French Bulldog? It is French Bulldog. Mm-hmm. People love a French Bulldog. They do. They are cute. I almost got. I was going to get a French Bulldog. Yeah, they are cute little dogs. Yeah, and I I do not have a guess for the fifth. All right, five poodles. Ah, yes. Uh, six. What Gio has in his home, bulldogs. Mm-hmm. I've never found the bulldog to be an interesting dog. Yeah, well, it's got you know, it's got a definitely a distinct classic look to it. Yeah, um, but you know, you got to be into the whole jowly, you know, wrinkly face. Yeah, thing. I hate a dog that has spit, like yeah. a spitty type dog. Yeah, yeah, and, jowls and that's a bulldog. And yeah, I don't like that. Uh, number seven, Beagles. Mm, nice. All right. It's number eight, Rottweilers. Rotties. I would not have picked them so high. Me neither. I wouldn't think that it was that popular a dog breed. Uh, number nine, German short-haired pointers. Those are a beautiful. What are those? Okay. Um, the German short-haired pointer is... They like the grayish? Speckled gray. Speck- oh, okay, yeah. And with a brown head. Oh, okay, yes. And I have seen thin that. and just... And, you know, if you actually ever see them point, you know, it's really, they are a very beautiful dog. What are they pointing at? 
uh, the game that you're that they're that the hunter is trying to uh, shoot, perhaps. Or That's flush. instinctual too. They, it's they're trained. There must be there must have been something that these this breed or something close to this breed was doing. So are they pointing out the the, yes. the duck or something to you, or it, it, or they see you and they're trying to point to help you pick a straight line? Well, they're they're pointing at where the this is what I I think is how they're, yeah. they're pointing at the game at, at the the target. Okay, and then they just freeze there and stay yeah, and then frozen and then at like, it. Like it's there. Go yeah. ahead, do what you got to do. <laughs> the pointer, and uh, finally number ten. Dash, da, how do you say it? Dachshund. 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 My yeah. sisters always had dachshunds. And I would not have picked them to be so high. Yeah. Pitbull's not on the list. Well, the Pitbull, I don't believe, is a recognized Oh, like breed. a bread. Yeah, because it's a, a mixture of things. Yeah, but the American Staffordshire Terrier, like when I did the uh, DNA. Um, thing, dog DNA? Dog DNA for Raymond, because we know Cooper and Quail because they came from the seeing eye. And we know their bloodlines and everything else. Um, but for Raymond, we were curious. I knew he had to be Pitt. And then uh, I got the thing back, and uh, I said to my vet, who's also my friend, he said, uh, I said, oh, he said he's 37% American Staffordshire Terrier. I thought he was a pit bull. Said, yeah, that's a pit bull. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. So he's 37% of that. I think. Or maybe a little more. Is that the most of a particular yeah, dog? Yeah, he is? is mostly pit, yeah. but he's got a lot of other stuff in him. Chow, believe it or not, Chihuahua, uh, Labrador, um, and some other herding breed. I forget, but but he's mainly, but he's a classic mutt. So if I did a dog DNA test on my dog, she would come back a hundred percent greyhound, right? She should. Yes, she should. Mm-hmm. Now there might be some smaller percentages of stuff, but I, I would think that she would be pretty, pretty pure. Yeah, she would have to be. I would think if they're racing. Them. Yeah, racing stock for sure. Yeah, just like my, like you know, the seeing eye. You know, I know Quail is a hundred percent Labrador, and I know uh, Cooper is seven eighth Labrador, one eighth Golden, because they did a, they do, they breed, they crossbreed the Labs and the Goldens. Uh, to for the whelping abilities of the golden, they they birth, they give birth easier, uh, that in less mortality and less problems. So they will crossbreed the the labs and the gold, and also those dogs come out looking pretty nice. Yeah, like they tried to crossbreed the the goldens and the shepherds. You know they're fine dogs, but just goofy looking. Yeah, and you know believe it or not, that is some small consideration. Not that the person using the dog is going to notice but you know the perception by other people and their attitudes toward the dog if you have this really goofy looking animal you know it's gonna maybe cause problems yeah i would think the german shepherds work better in that people are less likely to just walk up to and pet a german shepherd which they will to a lab oh for sure or a golden or a golden yeah yeah absolutely that is true because that people are still unsure about German shepherds. Oh yeah, yeah. But, and they're an imposing dog. Yeah. So the reason the police use them. Yes. But these shepherds, this line of shepherds, has you know that more aggressive instinct or more guarding instinct has been bred out, and you know, and there's been many for a while. There was some, you know, many years where the seeing eye dogs would just would they were so unaggressive they they would get mauled and would not fight back. Really? And so they had to sort of then breed back a little spunk, a little fight into them. They needed a, a, that good balance. I like a uh, an intimidating dog like a Doberman Pinscher. Yeah. Yeah. To me... I don't see the, a lot of them. It's the it's the the Roddies and the, and the Shepherds still, for me, have that. Like, okay, you know, just... Let's see what's going on first. I'll give you your space first. Yeah, like a lab, you almost, you know, even though the most bites every year are by labs, it's because there's a lot of crappy owners out there, and there's many, many, many labs since they're the most popular. Yeah. So they're the most, I think, the most reported bites, but not like, you know, puncturing your, ripping off your arm kind of bites, you know? Yeah, the Dobermans always look like they're they're looking for... Like a reason to like make a yeah, move, brother. But if you've ever seen an unaltered Domer, yeah, they 
the total that that menacing presence gone because the ear like they have like a floppy ear floppy ears like a lab oh. and a long tail oh long yeah. thin not tail. intimidating right yeah but the, see I don't like that whole ear cropping and all yeah I don't like that either unless there's a specific reason but it's just become what is it what, what if the reason is to look badass yeah and also so there's some dogs where like they're maybe very prone to ear infections so they don't want the ear hanging they want it up so it airs air but, it out you know i would think you could you know just to mutilate the dog like that not cool if i had a doberman i would get it one of those like a uh, spiked chain uh spiked like uh collars looks yeah. cool and also like if they're going to be used for you know guarding and 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 all that you know it's like a shorter ear is advantageous also yes. especially if they're going to be in fights with other dogs right less to bite right or fighting humans that, that know, are trying to get in for ears and that sort of thing yeah my dog is missing part of her her ear tip on one of them yeah from uh, sure from, from probably uh, a fight in the kennel uh yeah yeah or they said dive it yeah even if when they're playing sometimes they dive oh, on yes. each other yeah yeah and yeah they, sometimes off. the play will Go up a notch. They step the game up with the play. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you'll hear somebody cry. Yeah. And then usually the other dog will back off because they're like, oh, sorry. Right. Just... Sorry I took part of your ear off. Oh, sorry, sorry. My bad. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up program. All righty. Uh, Jerry Recco, unfortunately for Rutgers, but fortunate for us, Mr. Jerry Recco will, yes, will return and, on a Friday. And I do think he's going to be bummed to be here tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, see us just not because of us, but because of what it represents. That right. He missed out of, you know, being uh, on a, he would be on his way to San Diego. Oh, San Diego. And uh, maybe going to a beach situation on right, Friday. Right, where the seals. Because he'd have, he wouldn't play till Saturday, I think. Right. And then he'd have the whole day. And oh, he's, he's gonna a dream. He's going to be driving in here. All right. Yeah. It's raining today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you all tomorrow at 5 a.m. See you this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Good morning, it is a warm-up show time. When I take the lead, that means Jerry Recco is not here. Christopher Lopresti joins me this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. What's up, Al? This is one of those days where, like, I could have got here at 1 o'clock in the morning yeah. and still had not enough time to sift through everything. What so. is there to sift through? Oh, there's so much stuff. Like what? It's just Give audio, me a quick rundown cut. of... I mean, all right, well, let's see. You had the things. Rutgers game, obviously. All right. The Nets played last night. Spencer Dinwiddie drained a game winner to beat the Nets. You've got the baseball locals. There's Hal Steinbrenner sound. There's Robinson Cano sound. Uh, Russell Wilson introductory press conference with the Broncos yesterday. Uh, he had some interesting, interesting things to say, as did their new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, let's see. What interesting else? things that they say, or they just said stuff? No, interesting things. Because Russell Wilson's a bore. No, he was not a bore yesterday. Really? He was very... Right. Do you find him to be a bore, Yeah, really? I find him to be boring, phony, fake. Oh, uh, well, the phony fugazi. part, I, I... But I'm saying he's got a lot of energy. He's oh, not... Okay. When he speaks, it's not like he's putting you to sleep or anything like that. I thought All he, right. I thought he was very good in the couple of times he jumped in with the Mannings on the Manning cast, which I'm sure you didn't watch. Didn't see that. You could see where down the road, even though he just said yesterday he's going to play another 10 or 12 years, apparently. Not happening. See if that happens. Uh, and win three or four more Super Bowls. Also not you happening. You could see him being a very... Uh, uh, calm, cool, collected customer in the broadcast booth, a la Tony Romo. All right, so you so you have a lot of sound to sift through. Yeah, I you know when you and I when we do this together, and you know I lose the hour of prep time, which Jerry I know deals with every day, and we don't have anyone out there that does this anymore to help us. It's a lot. All right, so I I think that I may be kind of flying by the seat of my pants for most of today's show. All right, so we uh... are <laughs> <laughs> fair that you know what. I, I deserve that. Well done, Eddie. 
you know, there's a war in the Ukraine and Russia right now. So yes. Don't you like when people do that? No matter what, like you, you then can't complain about anything. Your problems are pale in comparison. But you could still allow it to complain. It doesn't mean because there's things worse than there's always going to be something like you can then pick the worst thing ever sure. to happen to anybody ever. And you could say, well, at least it's not this. Yeah, but I'm still allowed to complain if I You're want. You're allowed to, but I you still, have to deal with the response from the other people around you. I can still complain about parking and tolls and gas, but you're allowed. It, one thing is just because something's worse doesn't mean other things aren't allowed yes. to be complained about. You are about. a master complainer. We know that. That I am very good at. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Jerry Recco's season and Rutgers has come to an end. Yeah. Good, ah! oh, good news is we'll get to see Jerry Recco's... Um, Wonderful face here tomorrow. I'm he'll sure be he'll back. be in a great mood. He'll be back for the warm-up program. Yeah, could have and been in for, San Diego. Instead, he's going to sit here with you at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, yes, uh, so it'll be very <laughs> similar. Uh, but, uh, yep, so Jerry Recco will be back. Rutgers uh, lost in double overtime. What a ball game. To Notre Dame. Did you watch any of the highlights? I did not see any of the highlights. I, mean, I was I was counting on you to have them throughout I mean, the day. It, look, the game was essentially a pick 'em. I think it was a maybe yeah. a point or two in the and betting it, world, and it played out that way. Yeah, and they had a shot. Uh, Geo Baker at the end of regulation had a good look for the for the game winner. Did not connect, and then just the overtime and the double over, just back and forth. You know, exchange exchanging possessions, big shots. Ron Harper Jr. hit a deep three. In, I forget if it was the first or the second overtime. Now it was just, you know, back and forth possessions. And then on the final game winning possession for Notre Dame, Rutgers actually, I don't know if it was a block or a tip, but the initial attempt, they kind of got a, I thought, got a, got a hand on. And the, the deflection went right into the other Notre Dame guy's hands. And he's right under the basket, puts it in with 1.7. And that's how it ends. It's yeah. I feel breaking. I feel bad for this Geo Baker. Yeah. He missed the game. Uh, winning shot at the end of regulation. Yes, which I just mentioned. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> this is why, you know, I don't take that shot. I pass. Well, well he's the guy that he and Ron Harper Jr. are the guys that are going to take the shots in the yeah. big in the big moment for like, Rutgers. Let me get it to somebody else. Let them sure take the big shot. We get it. You're not the alpha male. Although, they did have two overtimes yeah. to Get it done and didn't. Notre Dame head coach Mike Bray called it the best college basketball game he's ever been a part of. Well, I'd have to look at his history. Maybe he doesn't have a great college basketball history. I mean, listen, it's it's technically a tournament game. It's double overtime, and it was decided with less than two seconds to go in the second overtime. Yeah, people are excited that, it. you know, it, they're like, if this is what we got in the play-in games. Do they still call them play-in games? Yes, first four. First four. So is it, they're not really in the tournament. They're not in the tournament of 64. It's it's a field of sixty eight now. Yeah, wait, but when no. you fill out your brackets, they're not in the brackets. No, actually, it's a field of seven. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me do the math. One, two, three. I'm gonna yeah, make count yeah, from the 68, beginning. There's 68. one, sixty eight. Yeah. yeah, but they're not even in the brackets when you go to do your fill in brackets. They kind of are. It's like a there's a slash situation. Well, my mother does Rutgers uh, slash Notre Dame. Well, you know what? My mother does uh, fills out brackets on CBS uh, Sports. Yeah. Dot com, whatever yes. it is. Uh, she fills in all the bracket. Like she goes, she does the golf brackets. She does everything. What golf bracket? I like. She like pick golf winners when there's a tournament. You okay. know, CBS does these contests all the time. Uh huh. Meanwhile, she's a big fantasy player. Then fantasy, fantasy. Sport. It's like fantasy. Sports. She loves anything that's on the CBS Sports oh, okay. website that you could get involved in Got for it. free. Got it. So she told me that she filled out her bracket. She goes, but I didn't see Rutgers on there. This was a couple of days ago. I said, well, they're in it. Uh, I said, is Notre Dame on there? Is there a Notre Dame slash Rutgers? No, she couldn't find it. So I said, all right, well, I guess they don't count. Did you check that, though? Like I didn't maybe check it's it. Maybe just no. her eyes were deceiving her. Are you saying my mother's eyes are bad? That's like saying your mama wears combat boots. I don't stand <laughs> for either one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because like if now, now Notre Dame goes on and plays who? Alabama. So Alabama on is... On Friday in San Diego. Okay, so they're actually in the Some field double. of 64. Notre Dame? No, now they are. Now yeah. they are. So on the sheets that you're filling out all yeah. this week, there was an empty slot for... Again, it was either an empty slot or Rutgers slash Notre Dame. Same for the I other see. playing game. That's what I would have thought would happen. And, you know, people people just dismiss these sometimes, and there have been instances where teams that won a playing game got some momentum and then won multiple games in the, the main tournament field. Yeah, I'm a I think UCLA it. did last year. Yeah, they went to 
They went to uh, did they go to the final? Four? UCLA was in the playing game and they Last moved year, along. And they went to the they went to the final good, four good and they them. lost to Gonzaga in the national semifinals. Is that right? Yeah. So they were a playing game and went to the final four. Correct. As an, as an eleven seed, similar to what Rutgers and Notre Dame situation was. I had Rutgers go into the Sweet Sixteen. That's a shame. They were close to winning last night. Yeah. That's what's heartbreaking about the picking the game. It's like you want to be right, obviously, and you pick a team that, you know, to go win multiple rounds, and it's not like they got blown out. They lost by two points two in points. double overtime, you know? So yeah. if you, if Notre Dame goes on a run right now, you could say, ah, oh, that could have been Rutgers. They could have done that. Correct. It's not like they lost by 20 and got embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. So when does the all the, like, the, the big games start today? Yeah, like I think the, the, shortly after noon. All the uh, sixteen today, sixteen tomorrow. Wow, uh, you, I'm gonna be locked in front of my television. Will you? Yep. Really? Oh yeah. You get into the tournament. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. I'll be bouncing around bracket. all the different games. You have all all the channels. Oh yeah. You got True TV. Actually, I canceled all my cable. So, oh, so probably not then. I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, uh, we got right. the, we have the Westwood uh, coverage uh, yeah. at some point tonight. I think. I'm more of a radio guy, right? I uh, I do like uh, in the olden days in the 40s. I sit around in my living room. The 40s. The big radio is right. Fireside chat. Yep, the big mm-hmm. radio is right in the middle of the room. We all sit around. I don't know if we still do this here, where it's happened in many years. The daytime sessions, where if there's a close game. Like Tiki and Tierney could go to it, or Carton and Roberts could. Hey, let's take it to uh, Spokane, Washington. Yeah, because we got a tight one. That the Mike used to do that a lot. Yeah, Mike, I don't seems, know if we still do that here. That seems like a time killer. I don't think that yeah. works anymore. No, no. Why not? We do a lot of things like we go. Mike and the Mad Dog did this. Mike, totally different era. But I'm saying, like, I would say not that long ago. Probably, probably maybe four or five years removed from having done something like that. Yeah, if I had to guess. Why well, would it not work if you're driving around like you're it's because you Thursday don't really care. Friday. Well, who doesn't care? The most, you just you don't watch college basketball all year. You just told me you were going to be locked in front of your TV all that day. That was a lie. I was oh, trying to be right. cool. Well, people do. They get into it. And I if know, but Thursday, Friday, they're worse. The middle but, of the work day. Usually games aren't on on you know weekday afternoons. But if you're in, if you're in your car listening mm-hmm. to sports talk radio, right? You don't want to hear them go to you don't want to hear if you're listening to carton and roberts because you like carton and roberts you don't want to hear them go to some rando college i suppose game. but again they're Just not telling me not who won airing that maybe it's a it's the final two minutes and it's a close game you know you get a feel for the action no yes no well, that's you. i'm talking to the wrong guy that's the no problem. you're talking to the right guy eh. because the people who are watching march madness they're they're going to the bars they're getting drunk it's saint patrick's day I mean, this is a, what a combination this yes. is to go to your local bar today. Yes, yeah, you're right. You got about the that. the people who decide St. Patrick's Day is the day to get hammered, starting at uh, you know whenever the now. bar opens, <laughs> and then the, you got the people that go to NCAA uh, March Madness just to get hammered as yeah. an excuse to get hammered. That's right. Because again, like it, I always I think about March Madness the same way I think about the Olympics. If you really love figure skating, why are you not watching figure skating during the year? People are not around here. We don't really watch college basketball, or we would talk it more on the radio station. So to act like we we like it now, you like the betting aspect. Yeah, the you, brackets. You don't really want to hear the play-by-play of a game. Um, Much too. I don't uh, think a full game. I think a, there are instances, especially when you're invested, whether it be financially or with your bracket, yeah. and a game is tight and it coming, it's coming down to the wire, you might have a vested interest in the outcome and, right, how, and how it plays out. Just tell me how it ends. Did I win my Why bet? don't you just tell me the name of the movie you selected? <laughs> <laughs> you selected Agent Zero. Yeah. Just tell Brown me what girl. you want. Oh, God. I bet Carton or Roberts don't. And if they did, no, no, I'm not saying not they will. I, was like, I don't know if we still do that around here, but yeah, I, I'm sure they will not. Right. I would agree. I could see Tiki and Tierney doing it. Why is that? Because because Brandon is a big college. I mean, he calls the St. John's games with Minko. He's a college hoops guy. Right. Evan and Craig don't really strike me. They're not really into it. They're not into sports. No, no, that's not what I said. Oh. I said they're not into college hoops. As college much. basketball. Yeah. Right. I see. Yeah. And Mike would do it because let's be honest, Mike was on five and a half hours by himself. Yeah. He was looking for anything. To and put he on definitely the air. had a he had a vest. He was into the tournament. I mean, listen, that's that was his roots. Right in the early '90s on CBS, that's where he tournament started. Tournament coverage. 
I don't say it's where he started, but he was heavily he was involved in their TV broadcast presentation of the tournament for a while. Is that right? I did you, not know that. You didn't know? You've never did seen the clips that. of him break doing the co- not as a play-by-play guy, but like a analyst, like a pre and post. Yeah, he, he no, did. I never yeah, saw yeah. that. Really? Yeah. All these years on All YouTube years. and Twitter, you've never seen the clips of Mike in like the early night in college football as well. No, I mean I knew he did stuff with CBS yeah. and Brent Musburger. Yes, but I didn't know he did uh, NCAA. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, unfortunately, Rutgers is out. Yeah. Goodbye. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Geo Baker. I thought he was like a fifth-year senior or something. Yeah, the, the, so were, he's done these now, guys, right? The, well, there's three of them that were just distraught at the, the so the, the podium they're, they're, last night. and their careers are probably over. Basketball. I don't know enough about what's next for them. If I, any of them are guys that could catch on in the NBA, or you think, yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys go and play overseas after college. So I'm not really sure what's next. I, I do, I'm not going to claim to know enough about that. You can ask Jerry about that tomorrow. He tomorrow morning, ask yeah. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, where are all these guys going? Yeah. I wonder what that plane ride home is going to be like. Well, it's, Sad. It's probably about four hours or so. Sad. At least not like, hey, we got to do the press conference and we got to wipe the tears from our eyes and now get to the airport. At least they got to sleep and you, know, you get up, get a shower, a little breakfast. And maybe some of the sting has worn off. Not all of it, but it's a little. I think a little better to wait for the for the flying home. So that game ended at it ended at like twelve o two. Imagine. Right, you gotta go. You gotta. You're you're crying at the podium now. You gotta shower and go to the airport in Dayton, Ohio, wherever the heck they, whatever airport they flew into, and fly back to Newark. You're probably getting off the plane at like three o'clock in the morning. I love college for, career just ended. I'd love for Jerry to address the team on the plane. He Jerry just stands up. <laughs> May I have your attention? I'm Jerry. Right. That was crap. <laughs> <laughs> You've disappointed me. All of you. No, this this would be the perfect time for him to give them his uh, his thoughts on life. His life thoughts yeah. to address the team yeah. and tell them, uh, really. You could eventually be forgotten. Right. <laughs> Some people leave a mark. Others will be, most of us will be forgotten. And you, you guys. You chance. You blew it. <laughs> you guys tonight will now be forgotten. Oh, man. I oh, would cool. I'd love to. I know we can't play them. I didn't know I even heard his calls. Me neither. Because they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> I even <laughs> I even texted him yesterday. I was, I was trying to think of how we could be creative with it. Like a couple people tweeted at me, like, "What if a caller calls up and like plays it through their no. phone?" I'm like, no, we'd have to dump that. So I texted him and I said, "Listen, because usually I don't know if it's the producer or whoever works at the at the on the broadcast there will send him cut ups, highlights, you know, from his calls." Yeah. Because he's forwarded them to me before for big games that they've played in. And I said, if you get the highlights, send them to me. Maybe I'll transcribe them and I'll reenact them as if I'm you. Oh, I like that. Because I think we could have. that would have been a way to get around it other than obviously I'm not Jerry. But I would have tried to do it that way. And he goes, I don't even think I'm, I'm I don't think anyone's sending me the highlights. <laughs> sure enough, I woke up this morning. Nothing. Those went out <laughs> into the uh, air. Yeah. And they're gone. On the radio waves and they've never returned. Yep. It's as if it never happened. Well, let's take a quick break here, CeeLo. When we come back, let's do a little Yankees and Mets baseball and some free agency uh, relevancy to this area. And then at the top, Boomer and Gio will be here. All right. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Nice to meet you. I'm working with Chris Lepresti this morning. We call him CeeLo. Hi, CeeLo. Oh, what up, Al? Uh, Jerry will be back tomorrow. Unfortunately, Rutgers lost in uh, Dayton, Ohio. So Jerry has a sad flight back, yeah. and then he'll be here tomorrow morning. He will. Double overtime loss. Double OT loss. Great ball game, though. Geo Baker, the three-point maker, missed a shot at the end of regulation. Yeah, that would have won the game. Yeah, side rim. Yep. He's made some huge shots for them over the last couple of years. Ron Harper Jr. as well. But this one he did not make, unfortunately. Geo did not. I hope it doesn't follow him throughout life. I hope so as well. You got to forget that's a, the 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 guru I'm following now will tell you it's you just Saad, move on. Sad guru. Sad guru. Yeah. You just have to uh you know take it that's the way it was meant to be and you move on. Mm-hmm. Pick so yourself up, dust yourself off. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for Geo Baker. All right. Uh Mayor Eric Adams came out 
said two basically different things, I thought. I was very confused. I read this article three times. First of all, the headline was very misleading. It Why said you something. actually read the article? I had to read the whole article. Okay. That's how confusing it was, CeeLo. Normally, you could tell me, you know, I, I've started uh, following up on, on these articles where the headlines are so misleading. The headline was very misleading about it. That's how they get you in. Yeah, and then I'm looking like I read the whole article to see where the headline fits in. I'm like, it doesn't fit in. Right. So Eric Adams was talking about the vaccination things and baseball. And although he seemed, I feel like he was being questioned about baseball and he kept bringing it back to Kyrie without saying Kyrie because he kept going, we're not going to make decisions based on one player. Okay. Which is Kyrie. Uh, because with yes. that, he wasn't referring to Aaron Judge. Uh, maybe he, maybe indirectly he was, because that's he, without Judge answering the question directly. That's the speculation as far as the Yankees go from a high profile standpoint. So I think this quote affects both basketball and the playoffs and the start of baseball. He said, "Quote: I'm not going to be rushed in based on a season schedule, but he did vow to work with Major League Baseball." To arrive at an unspecified solution before the teams take the field in early April. Okay. He said, baseball season is not tomorrow. It's not next week. We are going to work this out. We will ensure the safety of New Yorkers without continuing the spread of COVID. Right. So So it sounds like they've got a deal in place. Or they're working towards one. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the part you're confused by? I'm not going to be rushed in based on the season schedule. And then he says, we're going to work it out. Okay. I think his point is like, I'm but, not going to panic, right? Like, we still got some time here. Yeah, but in, he's saying essentially he's going to get it done because let me see if I can find uh, that. He's he's optimistic, I would say. Or let hopeful. me see if I could find the the confusing headline. I should have gotten, yeah, you should have brought this up uh, earlier. You, you find that headline now. I am not going to be able to oh. find it. What is it? Oh. Oh, <laughs> hmm. uh, hi, Booms. Hmm. Oh, this could be real fun if we don't get this off soon. Uh, oh, this is good. We could yeah. hear Boomer breaking down the hoops. Boomer's in another studio. Yep. And uh, there's some confusion. <laughs> Gonzaga. Zags. Go see uh, Mr. Eddie Scazzeri. <laughs> Hello, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Boomer. He nailed that one. (laughs) No, he said at the end. You get two toy. (laughs) Yeah, but pretty good. Oh, there it is. Well, you heard it here, folks. There it is. So there's a quick preview of one of Boomer's uh, sportsmen. He referenced (laughs) Gonzaga. All good. Like South Dakota State tonight as well. I hope you yelled at Eddie Scazzeri. Did you go, Eddie, (sighs) you are a professional. Well, there you go. That was a little inside. Uh, you this know is what, what happens when you get up early. You See, background. Boomer gave you the opportunity. He was uh, he was vamping for you. You could have found the headline while he yeah, was doing Yeah, no, that. I couldn't find oh, okay, it. Okay. Anyway, it just seems like baseball, they're going to have a decision by April 7th. It's funny. like It comes up every time Boomer brings it up, too, about, uh, well, what about all the people that got fired? Yes, all the yes, people that yes. got felt that they were forced to get the vaccine. It's we got to drop it at some point. Yes. So no matter... If we did it in a year, people will still be mad. It's there's look, there's always going to be people that were affected, yeah, positively and negatively, and it's happened not just in New York, in New Jersey. My brother went to get his so he could go back to work. Yeah, his employer required it, or the state required it. He went and got it. The next day, they dropped it. <laughs> so I mean, sometimes, right. You know what happens? This is what things happen. Bleep happens. And uh, uh, we follow Sad Guru. He yeah. will help you get through it. It is what it is. Because what's more important than baseball players being able to play? I say nothing. <laughs> what is more important in this world than baseball? Uh, I, I look at it dreams. this way, Al. Okay, for, yes. Forget everyone else in the outside world. All right, just through your own lens, because I know that's how you how you think and how you operate. <laughs> I'm very right. egocentric. Do you really want to come to work yeah. every day? Starting April 7th and have to deal with hearing about this over and over. I do, yes. No, you don't. It's fun. No, you don't. (laughs) For a day or two. Then you'll be screaming at people, be banging the phone in there. That's true. Yeah. I would be yelling. Let's get this squared away. Okay. You know, and then we can, instead, the calls won't be about that. It'll be about, you know, Giancarlo Stans hitting 150 and Joey Gallo can't hit the broad side of a barn and all those things. Okay. The regular topics that we complain about. Yeah. One other brief 
COVID-related baseball thing, which I found interesting as well, was some some talk from Hal Steinbrenner. And when they were, you know, people are now that there's, uh, you know, Steve Cohen's in town mm-hmm. spending money and other teams are spending money. And, you know, so listen, the Yankees uh, have not been the highest spending team in a number of years now, but it still comes up every time free yeah, agency happens. They still spent their payrolls over $250 million. Hal Steinbrenner said uh, he would kind of, kind of was blaming COVID for the Yankees not having as much money. Yeah, a little bit. He said, quote, a lot of the larger market clubs got hit the hardest by COVID's economic fallout. Our expenses, whether we're playing or not, are a little greater. In New York, everything costs more. True. It was a tough two years. Yes. And I think Steve Cohen comes in at the perfect time where he wasn't hit and affected by that. So he had his From money. From a Mets standpoint, from a ballpark, employees, concessions, ticket sales, or all that. And listen, let's not, you know, let's not cry for the Steinbrenner family. And the, I mean, they'll, they'll be fine. But right now, as compared to years past, was there some sort of effect or impact? Clearly, clearly there was. But it's not like they're functioning like the Reds and the A's right now. I mean, they still are spending money. They're just not throwing gobs of money at every top-tier free agent. Right, which is what we like to see. Yeah, like, I mean, right, what the Dodgers are doing, you know, like they they just continue to go all in. So they give whatever it was, $162 million now to Freddie Freeman. The lineup is ridiculous. So the Dodgers are what the Yankees were about 10, 15 years ago or so. And that's a massive market as well. Yeah, Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers. Did you see the Bob Nightingale from USA Today? Yes. Uh, He had left out a key word in his tweet. (laughs) He did. He said of Freddie Freeman, he may be gone, but he'll be forgotten. That's very Jerry Recco-like. Yeah. (laughs) See you, Freddie Freeman. So You're going to the West Coast? Maybe Bob uh, got a copy of Jerry's calendar. Yeah. And it was just fresh on his mind. Right. So, yeah, no, people are all now talking about the Dodgers lineup. Yeah, like it's, it's disgusting. Stacked. Yeah, and they have young prospecty type players that are, like, highly regarded that, you know, may not crack this lineup. So eh, People will get nice. hurt. We know how that of works course, with yeah. uh, baseball. Oh, yeah. Everyone's always injured yep. at all times. It should be a fascinating year. Yeah. And, and then you've got the uh, Chris Bryant contract. Like, it, that was so bizarre. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, the Rockies – for many years now, like they, another organization that usually lets guys eventually the time it runs its course and they got to let guy like Trevor Story. I don't know. Is he signed? Did he sign? I forget where he is. So Rangers, when their maybe. guys, my point is like they didn't make the investment to keep him and then all of a sudden randomly it's ah, Chris Bryant, 180 mil. Come on in. Just one guy. <laughs> but and from Chris Bryant's standpoint, I get, listen, he got the payday, but that's. They're not going to be a top team in the in the National League, not anytime soon. Right, so what's the point? It's very strange. That fit, when I saw that yesterday, it just made me scratch my head. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite understand that one. You were like, what's going on yeah, over here? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. All right. Now, let me give you a, a quick um, media note. This is a media note. Media Silo. note. Media okay. note. Yesterday was uh, Eric Decker's birthday. How old is he these days? I think he's 35. Yeah, 35. Okay. Turned 35. You were there. Well, you were covering the Jets when Mr. Eric Decker I was, was uh, running around, uh, running routes. Mm-hmm. He was with the Broncos and Peyton Manning, and then came to the Jets. I liked him as the Jet. Yeah, he and was then solid. he kind of like fell off, right? He well, went to he Tennessee. Some, he had some injuries that I think just kind of ended things for him as far as being a productive receiver. So I saw a headline again. These misleading headlines. Jesse James Decker, his wife, posts naked picture. Yeah. Of husband Eric for his 35th birthday. Mm-hmm. But he's covering up his schweener. <laughs> his private parts. His private parts. <laughs> you yeah. thought you were going to go to this was on That's Instagram, naked. you said? I'm going to yeah. go to the gram. And, is that even allowed on the gram? No. Right. Well, there you go. He was uh, he was laying by the pool. Yes. But he had his leg lifted up, blocking his schweener. Penis. That guy's in great shape. Yes. I mean, that is a beautiful couple. Always chiseled. Yeah. Even injuries or not, I mean. Like, what's he, he do all day, you think? No, that. Walk his lays around nude by the pool. And she's, I mean, she's a country star. Well. My, all right, fine. Not on the Carrie Underwood level. Correct. But she, her songs are on the radio. That's true. They live in Nashville That's or the fair. Nashville area. That, she makes money. Yeah. He made plenty of money. During his career, they're doing life. just fine. Do you follow either of them, by the way, on, no. on the gram? So what I'd say is, 
I'm surprised this was a headline and a story because they do that type of thing. Is regularly. that right? She is very, how do I put this? Sexy, um, sexual. Well, yes. Yes. Really? Clearly that, that aspect of their relationship is healthy hmm. and they like to put that out there. Yeah. I would say, well, she more than him. Okay. But he takes part. Right. Like he's not afraid to pose in those photographs or have her post them yeah because they're there. i'd yeah. like to see the outtakes because you know in those pictures you you know you got to take a lot of them probably not when you look like eric decker uh, right you know like this was bad lighting probably a one-shot deal where it's like he's oh, fine eric decker i'm yeah. great he's here. outside the pool it's probably sunny guy's got abs he's got yeah a lot of things that was one where we, we'd go when we would broadcast from the jets camp every year any female in my family or friends they'd oh, yeah. be like you see eric decker they they all love him. <laughs> love Eric Decker. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Sexy. It's funny. Very nice guy. You were ripping on Russell. Well, ah, boring. Boring. Decker, nice guy, but like very kind of monotone and calm. Even keel? Like, didn't, yeah. So it's from like an interview standpoint. You never you never got a lot out of him. He probably follows Saad Guru. Maybe he does. And keeps it calm. Yeah. Take a break here. When we come back, let's do Football, see so oh, over here a bit. Okay. The National Football League. Yes, where Eric Decker used to play. Where he used to play. Yes. And then we got Boomer and Geo at the top. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al. I'm with CeeLo this morning. Hi, CeeLo. Happy St. Patty's Day, Al. Oh, yes, and we all wore green. Yeah. Me and Eddie so far. Mine's a darker green. Yeah, forest green for you. Forest green. And yeah. Boomer also, dark green. Is that right? And you would your, you went with the Jets beanie today to stay with the green. Staying with the green theme. theme. Yes, yep. I did. Very good. I did get my St. Patrick's Day done. I'm not going to eat any green-related items today. You know how they make green bagels. Irish soda bread. Irish soda bread. Uh, green really beers. Green. Yeah. I one time had, uh, I was, uh, this was uh, me and my friend Paul. We went to a Hooters in Union, New Jersey, which I which I believe is closed now. <laughs> it was not the best Hooters. <laughs> and uh, we one time, this is like in June or something. Okay. We got a pitcher of beer and uh, it had green dye on it. A little leftover from, <laughs> yeah, from March. three months later. Yeah. I remember <laughs> like, huh. This is green you can see dye. Why that establishment may no longer be open. Yeah, it did not really work uh, there in Union. What's New your Jersey. background, by the way? You have any Irish in you? I do. You do. Okay. I have a lot of Irish. A lot in of me. Irish. Actually, yeah. yeah. I, actually, that's a good. I, I you did do that. Some uh, quick math here. Uh, no, I did that twenty-three and me situation. Oh, you you didn't know? You had to like. No, I knew I did have some Irish, but everyone thinks they have everything in them, or something like that. <laughs> Where the heck's my 23 me? Grab that, Eddie. I'm going to get this for you because I, I this is a great question because I am Irish. Ancestry report for Albert. All right. Albert. 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 Uh, British and Irish, 46%. British and Irish? Uh-huh. From County Kerry, 46%. Ireland. 46%. They don't yeah. give you the breakdown of how much is British, how much is Irish? Uh, No. But why, today, do I, why do they group those together? Because they're they're very similar areas. Like, okay, so and what's the other part? Italian? No, I have zero Italian. All right. Me. I have a British and Irish. I have right. a Northwestern European, 49%. What is this? French and German. Northwestern European. What is that? Northwestern European is like, you Give know. Give me, I need countries here. All right. Uh, represented by as, as far away as Ireland, as far north as Norway, as far east as Finland, That's and very, as far south as France. Yeah, and uh, 80% judgmental old guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I also have a lot of Neanderthal in me. Okay. Which is very interesting. Uh, and I'm uh, 0.6% Ashkenazi Jewish. Ashkenazi. Yep. <laughs> Broadly European, 0.3%. These are cool. Wait a second. Jewish. Wait a second. Wait a, a second. Judaism is a religion. How is that? What am I missing? Here? Ashkashian. Ashkenazi. 
but the um, segregation because of the religion, it's sort of its own genetic Becomes history. Like a you know what I'm saying? Geographical situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Now it's cool doing those DNA things. The bad news is I can now be framed for murder because <laughs> the people at twenty three <laughs> you know all about yeah. from their ID channel documentaries. I always had that idea for a movie is that somebody like there's a serial killer working at 23andMe who steals DNA, plants it, murders people, right. and plants their DNA. Huh. Pretty good. That is pretty good, actually. Thank you. Don't anybody steal that. I like that. Who do I talk to? Hollywood? Who, who do we know in Hollywood? I don't know. Have Boomer call some people. Boomer, I need you to call some people. He didn't come through on the Howie Denner off deal, though. He did not. So Let's talk some football, CeeLo. Uh, this Jets and Giants season is looking like the same as last year. Okay. The Jets are bringing back Joe Flacco and Mike White. As their backups, yeah. So let's say uh, week one. I mean, one, Zach Wilson's the guy. So right, okay, but let's say he goes down. Right. Who's next? Flacco. Oh. Definitely. I can't believe we gave Mike White one shot yeah. where he did awesome. Gave him one more, gave him another shot. He didn't do good. Now he's done. Done. Stupid. Never start another game in the NFL. I love Mike White. Why? Because he's not Joe Flacco. Okay. We know what Joe That's Flacco actually is. Good not interested. Yeah. Got it. Not interested in Joe. If he wants to be like a coach for Zach Wilson, great. I mean, that's pretty much what he's going to be. But you're already telling me if Zach Wilson I, goes that's down. That's my belief. I don't know Joe the Flacco's actual answer to in. that. Robert Sala and, so and company boring. will answer that question. Then a lot of people thought we were getting a Deshaun Watson decision yesterday. I was even seeing yesterday afternoon. They're like, decision could come tonight. I mean, he was meeting with the – yeah, I, I assumed it'd be at least a day after he, you know, takes some time to think it all over. Now word is that he's – torn over his next move do and there's no time timetable do we know is he torn with all has he eliminated any of the nope. four teams they're all still in the mix all in the mix gotta huh. have it how about that yeah what he's doing is he's just listening to that song from the 90s torn over and over nothing's right I'm oh um yeah natalie imbruglia very good yeah i like that song. he's listening to that He's meditating. He's trying to come up with a decision on where he wants it. So he got Browns, Falcons, Saints, Panthers. Yeah. Trying to think. I would go to the Saints. I think is the best situation. They're in Cap Hell. Oh. Who's the best then? That's why Sean Payton. Yeah. He's a little break. All right. Panthers. uh, Uh, That still seems like an expansion team to me all these years later. Honestly, I'd probably say the Browns as far as roster talent goes. Yeah. But as far as, you know, the climate, not the best. No, sucks. Cleveland stinks. Ah. Carolina. If you're going climate, I go Carolina. Yeah, but in Atlanta and New Orleans, you're playing in the Dome, which is what he right. did in Houston. That's nice. Good point. Dome is awesome. Yeah. I could see where he's torn. I'm torn thinking about it. So you're he, torn. So you see where Imagine he's torn. you're him. Yeah. You're yeah. torn. ESPN has a made of official. Great. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Oh. I thought, you, I thought you were doing something else. No. What did you think I was well, doing? Well, off the Watson story, I thought you were going to do the Chris Mortensen on Baker Mayfield story. I could do that. Yeah. Chris Mortensen of ESPN says the Browns and Baker Mayfield are breaking up because the Browns want a, quote, an adult, a quarterback. So That's saying, rude. You say a good place to start. That is rude. What's wrong with Baker Mayfield? I don't know, man. Uh, why there are must people be, sour on there him? There must be something going on but with him behind closed. He I must, would take Baker. He must be very high maintenance would be my guess. I would take that dude in a second if I was for any team I was interested in that did, needed a quarterback. Absolutely. Okay. You That's reap what, what you sow. What does that mean? I don't even know what that's saying. It just seems, I don't know. Drama seems to follow him a little bit. He's a drama guy, but he's only been one place. He, I understand that. I mean, as far as, I mean, look, I like the chip on his shoulder and the edge, but I feel like that's part of what they're referencing there in that report. I don't know where Mortensen's getting that from. I'm someone in the Cleveland front office. So you're going to take a guy who It's not that he's a like we know it's not that he's a bad player when he's healthy uh, you can tell that he has ability and talent and energy and moxie and all that but like it didn't work great with Odell obviously what, but okay, but they Odell's two, got a history of. I know, but look what he went to the Rams and was a model citizen and won a Super Bowl. All right, um, Duke Johnson had beef with Baker. Yeah. Um, Hugh Jackson, which I'm not the biggest Hugh Jackson guy, but you got that. Big some of the social media stuff. But can he's you had really... some he's had some run-ins with the media. Like I'm not saying he's a bad guy. It's just there seems to be 
distractions and things that get in the way. But can you really put get that put out there that the Browns are looking for an adult and then they go with Deshaun Watson? Where I know criminal charges weren't filed. Yeah, that's a but fair point. Twenty-two women have a different story. Not one woman, two they, women. They just three said women. adult. They didn't say nice adult yeah. or just, oh, abiding just adult. adult. And what Watson was allegedly doing is that's not very adult-like. That's uh, not well, it child-like. It's it's like right. it's it's immature adult. Yeah, I wouldn't say immature. Adult, it's inappropriate. How's inappropriate? An adult, adult can be a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, they, what the Browns should have. Uh, and, but uh, don't trust me. I'm not defending Deshaun Watson's actions. What there. the Browns should have leaked out to Chris Mortensen is we want an adult. We don't care if he's inappropriate with massages. I mean, isn't this similar to what the Cardinals just did with Kyler Murray? What they they kind of dragged him? him through the mud. Again, and another guy I'd take on my team in a second. Another guy who has question marks about his personality and his That's leadership ability. He he does. Al. I mean, I'm sorry. He's he's been criticized as being like aloof, standoffish. I mean, I'm I'm not there. I don't know. I'm just I'm reading the tea leaves the same way you are. But I love how cocky all these teams are. There's like a handful of good quarterbacks. Trust me, the players are plenty cocky themselves. I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's every you, every team can't have Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah, they don't like, grow on trees. Right. So you get a guy like Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. They're good quarterbacks. If Boomer were here right now, I can guarantee this all comes down to contracts and money. Because that that it is. For so Kyler wants to be he wants to be paid and com- they wants the Cardinals to commit to oh, him. Oh, I see what you're saying. And the yes. Browns yeah, did not right. extend Mayfield yet. So that's this is all it's all a game of chess. It's all um do you want to give this guy a long term deal? Yeah, and it's positioning and it's getting the public on your side, narratives, you know, so oh, we want an adult in the room. So it casts Baker in a bad light. So if you're gonna say some of it's inaccurate, maybe. But you could see where they start to kind of paint that picture yeah. and build that narrative because of some of the things that have happened. Good. Move on from Baker and, Mayfield. And Boomer said this yesterday, and he, he's right. He's tough. He played through the injury. Yes. He could have said, I'm I'm done, I'm gonna get the surgery. He played through it. Didn't work out great. He wasn't productive. The team wasn't very good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, hold that against him. Go ahead, Cardinals. Dump Kyler Murray. Dump Baker Mayfield. Well, they're not going to now. See where but... you're at next season. Yeah, it's tricky. It's very tricky. To rock like around. you said, that's why there's only a... <laughs> to rock tricky, around. That's tricky, right on tricky. time. It's tricky. How is it? <laughs> uh, I guess it's official. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman in the booth. A lot of money. Yeah. How about a break? All right, even better. Let's take a break. Amy Lawrence has a sports minute. I believe it's about... Freddie Freeman's going home. I'm coming home. It's going to be a quick one, folks. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. I see coattail riding. Uh, Gronk says uh, that he wants to go back to the Bucks. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.